following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Motor City Monday on the Huge Show, presented by Ziggler Racing. Later inside this broadcast, Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan. He'll be in the black and gold number 77 car Sunday in the Daytona 500, representing Ziggler Racing out of Portage. We'll hear from Carson, Aaron Ziggler, the voice of NASCAR, Jeff Striegel, will join me for a huge interview to end this broadcast. And then we'll talk about those Motor City kitties. I think the Lions are better than both the Niners and the Chiefs, and that was their Lombardi trophy for the taking. Take that, Taylor Swift. Your opinions and mine during this Motor City Monday, presented by Ziggler Racing on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. The day after a Super Bowl, which was Snoozeville until the fourth quarter. Maybe just before the fourth quarter. Then the fourth quarter in overtime was interesting, and I'm telling myself, why'd I bet against Mahomes? Man, that argument, Mahomes, Montana, Brady, who's the greatest of all time, the dude is just a winner. He is. He is just a winner. And the toughest thing about watching that game with the boys at Eastern Hall crash and Denny Middleton... Ken Swinski, Vando, Brad. Oh, Lions are a better football team than both of those squads. They already beat the Chiefs to start the season. They led the Niners 24-7. I know they didn't win. Like a lot of you reminded me, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. But they were dynamic. Like, I don't think Debo is healthy. I don't. I don't think he was healthy against the Lions, and I don't think he was healthy in the Super Bowl. Didn't have that same explosiveness. And Kelsey and the Taylor Swift story, and they had over-unders on how many times Taylor Swift would be shown on TV. I, I could live with that. The hard part for me on a Motor City Monday is thinking about the Lions. That was their Super Bowl for the taking. It was, man. It was. And, and I get the season that was in the rearview mirror. Lions, fifth favorite right now. Super Bowl 2025 in New Orleans. Dan Campbell's old stomping grounds. Aaron Glenn's old stomping grounds. Lions are the fifth favorite. Yeah. There you go. 32 NFL teams. Offseason is officially underway for everybody. And the Lions have the fifth best chance, according to oddsmakers, on winning the Super Bowl a year from now in New Orleans. 
That's how far this franchise has come. Fifth. Yeah, you got the normal Buffaloes and Baltimores and San Francisco and Chiefs in there. But the Lions are with the elite in the NFL right now. They are part of the elite. Niners have the best odds because they're not going to have to pay a lot of money to party. They're still young. Chiefs are the second favorite, followed by the Ravens, Bills, Lions. So that means the Lions, at least according to odds makers, looking ahead to this upcoming season, second best team in the NFC. And if you watch that game, and it's not with Honolulu Blue and Silver Glasses. I'm saying if you watch that game and you think about what the Lions did in that first half at San Francisco, on the grass, not turf. Niners had a chance to pull away in that first half against the Chiefs, and they let Mahomes hang around. You can't do that. Now, again, I... You know why I think he's better than Brady? And I know we can you know, count trophies, rings. I, I can get that. Or Montana. Is that he makes plays happen with his feet and arm. And he sees the entire field. We've seen the no looks. He, he sees everything. And no coverage on the game winner. We're all confused about overtime. Are they playing the quarter? Uh, why is the clock running? Wait a minute. They both get a possession. And then because both did get a possession in playoffs, unlike the regular season where if you win the toss, you go down and score a touchdown, the game's over. This was they both got a possession. So your question is, why didn't the Niners give? There, there was already a fear factor here. Why didn't the Niners give the Chiefs the ball first and hope for a fumble, interception, field goal, and they go down and score? Shanahan hasn't been good to finish out games as a coordinator or a head coach when it comes to Super Bowls. They they could have been up 10, 13 points in that first half. I had some numbers in square games. I had like 2-2. How are you going to get 2-2? How am I going to get 2-2? 32-22? Okay, yeah, let's do the math on that. Had like 8 8-2. 8-2. Why do I have all those damn twos in my squares? Everyone else has gone, oh, I got reverse. I won this square. I won this. I got nothing. I buy 12 raffle tickets for halftime. I don't even win a free t-shirt that's from a product that doesn't even exist anymore. I did take the Niners minus the two. And like I said right after the game, I will never bet against Mahomes again. And let's give the Kansas City defense credit for what they did in the playoffs. And Mahomes gave him some love after the game. Yeah, he made plays when they needed them. But that Kansas City defense was outstanding. Were you like me watching that overtime thinking, why, why are they settling for the field goal and going to give Mahomes a chance to win with the TD? Oh, well, if we don't score, they're going to go out on the field and score. Well, you're already playing the mind games where you're giving in when you 
decided to take the ball. And maybe Shanahan, like a lot of people are going, hey, is this like the regular season? If they score, it's over. And then the clock's winding out. People go, oh, they got to hurry and get the play in. Now it's going to continue. I'm telling Pete Cool at Eastern Hall. He has Skeep's sub shop in downtown GR Monroe Center. Great subs. He's like, I think it's going to end. I'm like, hey. Actually, Pete might have been gone. I think it was Dave Deaver or B-Rad. I'm like, they're all, it's going to end. They got to get it. No, it's going to continue. Crash was over there had like beads of sweat coming down. So chances are, I'm guessing he had San Francisco. <laughs> oh, Niners could have put that game away at halftime. And I I sent it out at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and I will stay and stand with this that the Lions outside of that 6-minute godforsaken stretch at San Francisco the way they were playing, they were better than the Chiefs or the Niners because they would have been up, like Antonio Brown said, like, what, 35-10 at halftime. Now, I will say, if this show has come to the point that I got aside with Antonio Brown, stop by the Nut House for my next huge watch party. And I don't mean the Nut House down in Lansing, which is down by the ballpark for those of you listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, where the huge show airs weekdays at 3 live. Tom Izzo's second favorite radio show after Stout on Sports. Kathy George, the old, not only mean old, that's kind of negative towards her. I mean, the former Michigan State volleyball coach coaching the professional Volleyball Federation, Grand Rapids Rise, I think they're at home tonight in downtown GR. Had her husband come up at the golf show when it was over and say hello. Said he's good friends with Tim Stout. Said he listens all the time. They have a place here, place in Okemos. That was really cool. I'm waiting to get the final results on what the long drive was at the golf show. I know at the end somebody on Friday had hit at 332. So they got me by a yard. Half a yard. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, was there to validate everything. He goes, what was your drive? I go, 331. Anybody see you? I go, no. I set my own number. Have you golfed with me, Mark? I also put the ball wherever I want to. Yeah, Bill, your drive looked like it went right. Did not hit a tree. It's right at the 150 marker. Got that little invention, round little hole at the bottom of your pocket, boom, shake the leg. Hey, I found it. It's right here. Big hole. We got to win this to win the match. But I saw it go off a tree, 400 yards to the right. Big ricochet. So we'll have that winner who gets a overnight stay for four, 36 holes of golf at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Thank you, Matt Golden, Gary, and the crew. They were down there. Great weekend. Weather's supposed to get a little bit colder, but at least right now with the sunshine, you're thinking golf, right? We're in February. It's beautiful. Birds are chirping. 
Ice is breaking. Little beavers are building dams. It's awesome. We do have our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day that I want you to answer. By the way, is Flying Ace Whiskey in your golf bag? I will say if you were one of the patrons at the Waste Management PGA stop in Phoenix, you may just hold off on the bottle of Flying Ace Whiskey for your golf bag. Did you see the videos, Superfly? I'm okay with people jawing with players. I'm sorry. You got to take it. I, you know, I've been around golfers. With, oh, you made some noise. I get a do-over. I'm like, no, you don't. You know the only time people complain about a bad shot is when they say there's noise. When they hit a great shot with noise, do they complain? No. You stuck it foot from the pin. B2 stealth bomber went over you, and you're, like, still swinging through. That waste management opened. These are some of the videos, and I don't have the audio because I can't replay the words. But in order, in my mind, these are some of the tweeted out videos I saw this weekend, Superfly. PGA golf event. I swear to God, it looked like Happy Gilmore, too. Guys brawling, a big brawl at the Porta John line. It was like golf of Palooza. Lines long, you've been standing there. Before you know it, four, six guys, eight are all brawling. Then the other guys are standing, thinking they're hiding from everybody while they take a pee. They're not. Right in the open, people are walking by like a family. Guys are peeing. Oh, and then because they had a lot of rain, guys were doing mud belly slides down the hill. Uh, Somebody went on to the course on 16 and did snow angels in the bunker. Did you see the video of the guy that was walking out? Where Again, I'm not making fun of people being drunk, and I hope he wasn't driving or took an Uber. But this, this dude, he's not going to be with the great Willendas anytime soon on the high wire act. This dude couldn't stand up. PGA on Saturday had to stop letting people in, and they cut off alcohol sales. Now, I have my... On the outside looking in philosophy, I'm going to tell you, the temperatures were in the high 30s, 40s, and 50s out there. People were wearing coats and like golf gear, the patrons, the fans, and I think they were sneaking in bottles. Because nobody can get that wasted at a PJ golf event when you're paying 19 bucks for a 20-ounce beer. Seriously. You, you can't. So what I thought, so many people were dressed up like hoodies, a winter jacket that were wearing beanies, that they snuck in bottles of booze. And then when there was frost delays, things you normally don't see out in Arizona, frost delays, weather delays, what could everybody do with 40,000 people on the course? The only thing to do is drink and eat. I'm, I bet they were... Sneaking in pints of whiskey, fireball. Actually, I'd go with the Flying Ace whiskey cinnamon first. Much better than firewall. They were doing that. It was crazy. I bet they're going to limit it next year. They're going to limit, like, you're going to get drink tickets. Golfers were yelling at it. It was total Armageddon. It was golf of Palooza. It was Happy Gilmore, too. It really was. I I saw the Shooter McGavin parody Twitter account, Superfly. I I may be paraphrasing to a point. He tweeted out something that said, 
even I think this is over the line, right? <laughs> it was crazy. It was like they were at a rock or country music festival. Nobody has discussed my conspiracy that people were wearing sweats, rain gear, things where you could easily hide a bottle in your leg, both legs. Because any of you who have been, not, not the Meyer LPJ Classic, they have good prices. So does the Dow Championship now, the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational, now known as the Dow Championship. But the PGA events, like I've been to Ryder Cups, you get just, I think it was 22 bucks for a 22-ounce or 20-ounce beer over at Whistling Straits. 22 bucks. I went and bought a round. Had to fill out a credit app. So, Superfly, if you knew it's going to be 45, you're getting there early in Phoenix on Saturday. You're wearing baggy sweats, a winter-type coat. You know what the prices are. Tell me you're not sneaking in your own. Because what they do is they wand you so you could do a bottle of booze. You couldn't do beer cans because that would come up. They don't pat you down. They wand you. Or you walk through you know, one of the metal detectors. You get a bottle of Flying Ace whiskey. I'm trying to check with Mooch on what the sales were in the Scottsdale, Phoenix area on Flying Ace cinnamon, straight bourbon whiskey. Maybe they're peach or they're black cherry. I gave Superfly some. He re-gifted it for somebody's birthday present. I'm like, here's 20 bucks. It's an affordable whiskey. A little over $20. You're re-gifting it? He goes, we already gave me, uh, I already have some of it so I can use it and I didn't have to spend money on a gift for a good friend. I'm like, you're a re-gifter? Oh my God. When I was golfing with his dad last fall, his dad goes, where'd you get those socks? I go, Superfly gave them to me for my birthday. He goes, I gave him, I gave those to Superfly on his last birthday. I looked at his dad and I said, he's a re-gifter. We do have our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you think the Lions were better than both of those teams yesterday like I do? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line, Mercantile Bank, a Michigan-based bank with locations all across the state. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Chris Ballas will give us an update. Michigan is losing a lot of coaches. That's expected. Harbaugh's taking more guys to L.A., but if he can pay these guys and they don't have to recruit or deal with NIL or re-recruiting their teams, why wouldn't they go like Clink Scale did? L.A., you're going to live out in Southern California? You're going to make money? You don't have to recruit anymore? Go watch your kids play sports? Do things like that? Michigan's big thing, and we'll talk to Ballas about it, and I was talking with Mac from Star 105.7, Sister Station, to our flagship station, 96 won the game. They can't lose any any star players to this transfer portal. They can't. They just can't. 
if they get decimated by the transfer portal by the end of the semester, it will be a monster struggle with arguably or arguably the toughest regular ski- season schedule ever for Michigan. So Ballas will give an, an up or give us an update on that. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, his thoughts on the Super Bowl and also the draft at the end of April in downtown Detroit. I saw some of the photos of the stage was set up. I think they set it up. Was it out in Vegas? Did they set it up to show everybody what the draft was going to? I saw a stage set up. Or maybe it's a warehouse in Detroit. Mike Kimber, uh, Micro Mike, uh, Chat Sports on YouTube, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. We'll hear from Kimber. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Want to get your opinions? You can join us on 866-838-4843. With the Lions better than both of those teams. Until Mahomes let it up late, I thought they were, even then. Not saying they would have destroyed either team, but they did win at Kansas City, and they did lead San Francisco at halftime. And I know people on Facebook and Twitter, well, they won! Let's go to Matt in Muskegon listening on 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the huge show. Yeah, I just if it's okay, I'd like to make two comments. One about uh, Michigan, one about the Lions. Go ahead. Um, I think it's it's fair, or I think we should remember that Jim Harbaugh did not light the world on fire at the University of Michigan early. You know, he lost to Mel Tucker in 2021, lost to D'Antonio, botch punt. He lost a number of games, and his bowl record was terrible. So I think. The fans, especially, need to our time to build. He might be out sooner than anticipated, which would be which would be real bad for the University of Michigan, in my opinion. I think the guy's going to be great if he's given the resources and the time. And and what's your other thing, Matt? Go ahead. No, no, you're going to say one more. Second of all, the Lions. I (laughs) there's no way that the Lions. The Lions are definitely better than those two teams. They're just not better when it mattered. So, you know, yeah, it's nice to sit here and talk the Lions this, the Lions that, but for the love of God, huge. <laughs> they they lost those games when they mattered. I know, Matt. And they they laid they, they laid I down know. when it mattered. And they didn't lay down. There's people. a few plays that should have gone the other way with the coaches, Matt. That trophy was theirs. Yeah, they didn't win when it mattered. They did win. A, they did win at KC when it mattered. They're the Reynolds catch away, and they would have been there yesterday. Am I dealing with denial? Yes. Is there some psychosis right now connected to the Lions and watching that game that that was theirs? Yes. Am I over San Francisco? No. And don't tell me like, well, it's a new season. Yes, a new season's beginning. No. No. That was their Super Bowl trophy. You know why? Mahomes got you when at the right time late in the game because he's been there. Lions could have taken them out in the first half. When Antonio Brown is doing the preaching, Huge Show is doing the reaching. Let's go to Maury and Kenwood, just south of Grand Rapids, listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on the huge show. 
Huge, I'm here to answer your huge question of the day. And I'm I, I'm not going to say that Detroit's better than those teams as so much as like, and, and look, Huge, I'll put it to you this way. My wife's watching the game with me. Rarely does she watch. And she says, honey, is Detroit better than these teams? Or is guys, you know what, babe, they could play any day of the week with either one of these teams. Amen. Huge, they had a better running game than either team. And I don't, I know McCaffrey's great, okay? But I'm talking about the running game, not running backs. Detroit had the best running game between those three teams, and I think you hit it on the head, man. That was their Super Bowl to win, and it it's just a lost opportunity. I'm not, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, you can't. That, that's my take on it, man. They were the stronger team across the board, even with their deficiencies. You saw plenty of them on both sides, on both teams last night, didn't you? Oh, God, Maury, right on. I've always loved Mo from Kentwood. I've come to this decision, Superfly, for the huge show across Michigan and our 19 affiliates that we will completely live in denial until the Lions win an NFC championship game. I think there should be an asterisk on the Chiefs championship. Should have been the Lions. Luke Combs did a great duet with Tracy Chapman at that award ceremony. He should write a song right now. That trophy should have been the Lions. People are like asking me at Eastern Hall, they, you seem really upset about them not there. I said, you know why? You know why? Because I was set to do six shows out there and go to the game. They led 24-7 at halftime. I'm at the Garage Bar in Ada. I'm on the American Airlines app. I'm booking the trip of a lifetime. And nothing against Eastern Hall versus Allegiant Stadium. Not going to compare the two. Nothing against hanging out with Pete Cool, B-Rad, Denny Middleton, Mac Middleton, Swaz, Vando, the old school Mid-Olympics guys. Love them all. But I would have been in Vegas if the Lions just hold on the lead. So really, the moral of this story, as I wrap up this segment, is that the Lions blowing that 24-7 lead against the Niners in the NFC Championship game. It's all about me losing out on the trip of a lifetime. Six days in Vegas. I'm at the swim-up bar in a man thong. I'm basically have a superpower like a chick magnet. You can answer the Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Was that the Lions trophy that the Chiefs were presented with yesterday? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE. 21,000. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. In about 35 minutes, latest on Sharon Moore looking to fill a staff. Will the transfer portal hit the Wolverines hard? Keep losing all these coaches. Strength and conditioning. All those guys got to stay. We'll talk to Ballas, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike from Chat Sports on YouTube, Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite, Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire and Draft Wire will join us. Coming up in our next segment, you can go live one 838 That's one 838 huge And also later in the broadcast, 
We'll talk to NASCAR driver Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan. For our listeners on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, you can hear the show down in the Kalamazoo Portage area. He is part of Ziegler Racing, part of the Ziegler Auto Group. He'll be in the Daytona 500, the voice of NASCAR. Jeff Striegel, who calls West Michigan home, will join me, Carson, and Aaron Ziegler before this broadcast is over. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Valentine's deals you'll love with One Stop at Meyer. From flowers to sweets, it's all in one place. Get a rose bouquet for $18.99. Choose a Valentine's Day card for someone special. Then get your favorite wine, candy, and chocolate. Or you can build your own bouquet. Pick the flowers, trim, arrange them, and enjoy. And don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store. There are so many ways to save this Valentine's Day when you make just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It is a Motor City Monday presented by Ziegler Racing. They're getting set to have Carson Hosevar in the black and yellow. Sweet-looking ride, number 77, Sunday at Daytona. Jeff Striegel, the voice of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network, also part of the Berlin Raceway crew. One of our NASCAR insiders, he'll join us later with Carson and Aaron Ziegler, who heads up the Ziegler Auto Group and also Ziegler Racing. Super Bowl of Auto Racing Sunday at Daytona. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com coming up in about 30 minutes. What's happening with that staff for Sharon Moore? And are they going to get hit by the transfer portal? Wanted to get Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Get his thoughts on the Super Bowl yesterday. How you doing, Rizzy? It's good to be talking with you, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Uh, when you're watching that game, especially the first half, it was hard not to think how that game could have been the Lions if they just would have held on to beat the Niners. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. And uh, a couple of people have said it nationally, you know, the Lions were the best team that either of those teams played uh, this year. Wow. And it's hard, hard to think, you know, that, you know, the Lions opened the season by winning in Kansas City. They did things defensively that the 49ers couldn't do defensively to the the Chiefs. Think about that for a second. And then, you know, they, they had the game against the 49ers, and it just didn't fall their way. But that, that's frustrating. I'm I'm hopeful, that, and I think I'm fairly confident that the Lions see it this way. They know that they could be there, and they know that they have to do a little bit more to get there, the focus on, you know, attention to detail and things like that. But uh, they got a real shot at making it. And uh, if they make it, we saw last night, they can beat either of those teams if they're, if they're playing well. And let's hope that's what happens. <laughs> 
You know, I started the show with my opening huge opinion. I included that odds makers have the Lions as the fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl in New Orleans a little less than a year from now. Second favorite in the NFC. Just think about that for a moment. Out of 32 NFL teams, that the Lions now are residing in the penthouse of the league. They really are, and they belong there. I mean, they, they did lose in the NFC Championship game. They won two playoff games this year. They are legit. They're not going to lose terribly much from the roster. They, they have some work to do, but it's not like they're losing any key players You know, that, that can't be replaced by, by people that they can potentially bring in. So, yeah, it, it's it's right to be confident in them. It's okay. We, you know, as Lions fans... You know this huge. We're jaded. We're we're used to. Oh my God! What's going to happen now? That's going to make everything fall apart. I don't think many of us feel that way at all this year, and rightfully so because this this is a good football team. They are a legitimate contender to be next year's NFC champ, and uh, they, they should be viewed that way by everybody, including us in Lions fans. And it's weird. You know, we've talked about this before. I do think that the people around here are a little bit more apprehensive about the team's success than people nation- nationally are, um, and that's you know that's that's a function of being beaten down for so long. But uh, coming out the other side, man, and uh, it's a great place to be. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire Draft Wire. You can follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Joining us on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest line. Before I let you go. Uh, what was the best thing about that Super Bowl, and what was the first, including commercials? Uh, so I, I was, I liked the mullet ad for Kawasaki. Uh, that was probably my favorite ad. Um, I was repelled horribly. So Twister is one of my favorite movies of all time, and the fact that they remade it and called it Twisters. That really bothered me, um, and I was I was not looking forward to that. And then, uh, I had a lot of people that reacted to that because they know that's one of my favorite movies. So uh, that was frustrating. But uh, yeah, um, the, the, the cool thing for me about the Super Bowl was that Kyle Shanahan made a lot of the mistakes that a lot of us thought that Dan Campbell made, um, and it, he paid for it too. So you know, it's not just Dan Campbell that's making these these mistakes in the coaching. I think we we have a pretty good picture that you know he's a good coach. And we should trust in what he does because uh, it, it's making them successful. And that's, you know, I, I, the other takeaway, well, again, we talked about it. The Lions can win these games. They're there. They are ready. Um, they just have to go and do it now. Yeah, like I said, no, fifth uh, best odds to win the Super Bowl a year from now puts them in the top five in the NFL in the penthouse. And we'll see what happens. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online, joining us. I think he had. I think he has another interview. We we got dialed. I think he just had to go. Probably had another interview coming in. He dialed toned us, but I love him. He's Rizzy. We're cool. Let's go to John and Holt listening on the game seven thirty a.m. You're on the huge show across Michigan. Hey, huge two things. I think the Lions definitely could have beat either team uh, after watching them play San Francisco. And they also they already beat Kansas City, so I know they didn't have Kelsey or Jones, but still, I think the Lions could have won that game. And I have one question for you about Michigan State basketball. Is this a tournament team, or should I be worried that they're not going to make the tournament this year? Uh, I think they're a tournament team. That was a big win over Illinois. Michigan, after their best win of the year against Wisconsin, goes to Nebraska, and they're down 43-14, and Nebraska goes in the cruise control. They're just a mess with Juwan Howard. There is no reason for that guy to coach the team after this year. Izzo squad, huge win against Illinois. I think they're a tournament team. 
Are they an 8, 9, 10, 11? You know, winning a couple of games in the Big Ten tournament could help them. Still some work to do, but I think Izzo will get the squad to the NCAA tournament. I thought Wisconsin was overrated. Same thing with Illinois. You know, if you ask me right now, looking at the Big Ten, then obviously Purdue can be a one seed in Purdue with the size shooting defense. I like Painter as a coach, even though he hasn't showed up a lot in the tournament. I think they could win it. They really could. I look at college basketball. Sure, Kansas is all over the place. I, I think they could win it. Purdue could. Who, who's the next? team in the Big Ten that could have the deepest tourney run. You know, it could be Izzo. Hey, when, when you get your seniors, like happened in the Illinois game, when, when you get A.J. Hoggard, Hall, and Walker all show up and you're plus 60 on points, you're not going to lose a game with Izzo. You're not. But it's when those guys don't show up, they don't have the true scores on the young side of that team. They don't have the pick-me-up guys. The one thing I've always been surprised about is the last couple of years, he always had a sharpshooter, even though Foster Lawyer transferred, a guy who could knock down six threes in a game, five, right? Your team's struggling, boom, boom, boom. They're going to leave him open. Lawyer's height, big 10, big tall wings. Didn't give him a lot of opportunity to shoot like he did at Davidson when he transferred. But just have a shooter off the bench. Kid comes in, somebody six three, six four that can just fill it. You know, McQuaid would do that. Neitzel was legendary, right? Just a shooter. When it's all said and done, they might end up, they're not going to end up in second place, but they might be the second best team in the NCAA tournament. Why? Because you're going to get neutral sites. On the road in the Big Ten, it's tough. How about that Kate and Clark? Hottest thing in college basketball right now, and she's a woman. Which is cool. No one, she's just exciting to watch. She's like the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. It's like old school. People are lining up for six hours to watch her play. Little girls who play hoops are all going to watch her. Just like this Pro Volleyball Federation, the Grand Rapids Rise. All those girls who have played volleyball in their lives never had pros to look up to outside of beach volleyball and maybe the Olympics and in, in volleyball once in a while, right? Or college teams where you go watch Michigan State or, you know, you go to, you know, Michigan watch a match. But I'm talking about stars. And Caitlin Clark, anybody would want their son or daughter to follow her. She is a baller. And they got beat by Nebraska. She is must-see TV. Right now in basketball, I'll watch Steph Curry any day of the week. I'll watch Luka. NBA's. That's a very slippery slope with that league right now. It is. There aren't a, You watch a lot of teams that play like they don't care. They're getting paid. They're going to gun it. It's going to be 157, 150, whoopty. But Caitlin Clark is great. You know, I'm all for the evolution of sports to grow into something bigger than men, which some sports are, Right. You know, Pat Summit at Tennessee built up Tennessee basketball. Same thing with Geno at Connecticut. It was bigger than a lot of men's D1 programs. Nobody cares. I think the media, or when it becomes divisiveness in the public eye, they'll say, oh, there's sides here. No, Caitlin Clark, anybody would want to watch her play. Anybody. It's like Cheryl Miller back in the day. Cheryl Swoops, even though she was trying to diss Caitlin Clark on that, well, she 
didn't have the year. I'm like, come on, back off that. You know, different areas, you start that argument too. But Clark is just a baller. I'm talking about you can't turn the TV off when you're watching her. That was Magic. That was Michael. That was. There's never been a female player, basketball player, that if I came across a game, I would watch it until she's out of the game or it's a blowout and they're putting their subs in. Absolutely amazing. Speaking of female sports versus male sports, Riley Gaines, who's very outspoken, talked about Cam Schreiner's time in the 200 meters makes him the third fastest D3 collegiate runner in the nation in the women's category. Goes by Sadie. Riley writes, for perspective, his time ranks him 1,619th in his rightful category of the men's division. Third in women, 1,619 in men. And as I tweeted out, with my huge opinion, there's no discrimination when the opportunity is there for any gender to compete in the sport, in the category that identifies with their gender at birth. You're not denying anybody the opportunity to play sports when you're saying... You're born a woman, you can play female sports. And at times, some females play men when they're not offered. And I get that argument. I used to bring it up about boys volleyball, girls volleyball 20 years ago. But there is no reason for someone born a male to compete against women and dominate them in track and field or swimming or rugby or soccer. They are taking the spot of a young girl, a young woman, or a grown woman and denying her an opportunity. If you want to bring that discrimination card and play it, then think about who's being left out because of the way somebody identifies. Follow the Michigan High School Athletic Association rules case by case. Doctors look at testosterone levels, and they decide case by case if someone born a man can play on the women's side. I don't know how someone born a man can go enjoy just whipping up on women in sports. No discrimination. Everybody has a right to play, but play in terms of the gender you were born into. That's my huge opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly tells me we have three pairs of tickets to give away. You'll get the e-ticket to see the Grand Rapids rise. Pro volleyball in downtown Grand Rapids tonight. Why don't we take lucky callers 19, 20, and 21 at 1-866-838-4843. Callers 19, 20, and 21. You'll get a pair of tickets to see pro volleyball tonight with the Grand Rapids rise. In downtown Detroit, that would be callers 19, 20, and 21 at one 838 4843 Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Motor City Monday on the Huge Show, presented by Ziggler Racing. Later inside this broadcast, Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan. He'll be in the black and gold number 77 car Sunday in the Daytona 500, representing Ziggler Racing out of Portage. We'll hear from Carson, Aaron Ziggler, the voice of NASCAR, Jeff Striegel, will join me for a huge interview to end this broadcast. And then we'll talk about those Motor City kitties. I think the Lions are better than both the Niners and the Chiefs, and that was their Lombardi trophy for the taking. Take that, Taylor Swift. Your opinions and mine during this Motor City Monday, presented by Ziggler Racing on the Huge Show Across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a few minutes, Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com will join us. Latest on Sharon Moore's coaching staff. More coaches have left to join Harbaugh in Los Angeles. And what are the rumblings on commits, players, transfer portal? A lot going on in Ann Arbor. Chip Kelly joins on with Ryan Day at Ohio State. Another coach in waiting. Bill O'Brien left after a short stint to become head coach at Boston College. Talk about Juwan Howard Michigan basketball, man. They put it together against Wisconsin at home, and then they go on the road, and they're down 43-14 against Nebraska. Come on. Get his thoughts on the future of Howard. That will be coming up. 
We also rolled out our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. After watching the Super Bowl yesterday, I posted this last night. I think the Lions would have beat both of those teams if they were in that game yesterday. You agree or disagree? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan bank with locations all across the state. At HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. 20 minutes from now, Mike Kimber. Micro Mike on YouTube, chat sports when it comes to the Lions and the NFL. Also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. His thoughts on the Super Bowl and the Lions. They're in the penthouse now in the NFL. Fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl in New Orleans a year from now. A little less than a year from now. 32 teams in the league. Lions are elite. I, you know, I think if you go back even to the Barry era, we never used elite. Even though they killed the Cowboys at the Silverdome. Lions are in the elite category now in the National Football League. Tough Super Bowl to watch, as Alex Anzalone tweeted out. Says, I'm not going to lie. I think he said something like tough to watch. So you can answer those huge questions of the day. Presented by Flying Ace Whiskey. Superfly recommends the cinnamon from Flying Ace Whiskey. His buddies loved it. They had one of those diaper parties for guys. So it used to be that, and I've heard this is a big trend now, you'd have a baby shower for the ladies, and now guys do diaper parties where you bring diapers as a gift so the guy's kid has diapers. But then he stuck a bottle of Flying Ace Whiskey Cinnamon with the diapers. And that's a re-gift because I gave Superfly Flying Ace Whiskey Cinnamon. I was waiting for what flavor did he give his buddy. And now he validated it that he re-gifted. Affordable, smooth, straight bourbon whiskey. Bottled in Michigan. Flying Ace, huge question of the day. That was the Lions trophy yesterday. Do you think it was? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, The Michigan Insider. I loved his tweet that I saw Saturday when it was 43-13, Michigan getting hammered by Nebraska. Pathetic. He, I think he's used rock bottom four times in the last month. <laughs> How you doing, Chris? Bill, thirty points. You're down thirty points in the first half. It was basically it was reminiscent of the Brian Ellerby era when you know these guys come out with no fire, and then you have the head coach saying at the end of the game, "Well, we we really needed to come out in the first five minutes and establish something." And when they didn't, they essentially looked defeated. And uh, it's an embarrassment, and it's unfortunate. And uh, really, there's no guarantee that it's going to get better anytime soon. And if you look at guys that are thinking about hitting the transfer portal, you look at Doug McDaniel being suspended for road games, and uh, 
you know, where this program was. And I went back and watched, you know, somebody had posted on our website, the highlights of the John Beeline years. And then Juwan Howard's second year at Michigan when Franz Wagner was there and some of the, the Beeline holdovers. And you thought, man, how good it was and how spoiled Michigan fans were. And you have to wonder with the direction of college athletics and how far behind Michigan is and NIL and everything else, if and when they're going to get back there. What is the future? Uh, he's not going anywhere in season. Season's almost over. Will they make a change during this offseason and move Howard out? I don't think so. I think uh, Ward Manuel, if he has his way, Michigan's athletic director will give him another year. And I think they'll probably say, look, he had the heart surgery before the season. And, uh, you, know, he, we, you, know, you know, now he's back and give him time to, to maybe try to rebuild this thing. But they are on a track for a last place finish in a 14 team. Big Ten, mm. and really should have been the third year that they didn't make the NCAA tournament. They were very fortunate a couple of years ago. And to their credit, they coached them to the Sweet 16. You know, but uh, at the same time, you're seeing so many cracks in the foundation now. You look at the Sean, the John Sanderson incident, for example, with a strength coach who's no longer there, and that really seemed to affect the kids. And you know, you just you just hear things that okay, uh, what's the plan to fix this? And, and nobody really seems to have any idea. So. Uh, It's a concern, and really, at a place like Michigan, you know, Michigan's got a proud basketball history. I think there are five programs that have more Final Four appearances or national championship game appearances, rather, than Michigan, and uh, they are all blue blood programs. So if you go to any any one of the decades, uh, you know, going back to the 60s, they've had Final Four teams, and they've had Big Ten championship teams, and so this is really hard to watch, especially when you've been there, Bill, and, and you've seen how good it could be under Beeline and for a year under Juwan Howard. And you wonder how you got to this point. So, but I, I do think it'll be probably, uh, you know, if unless Juwan wants to go back to the NBA or says, Hey, you know what? I need time to, to recover and, and, you know, get back to, I think he's back to full health, but, uh, or maybe wants to get away from it. I, I think Michigan would bring him back. Yeah, that would be a tough off season to buy. I, I think you'll see noticeable lack of fan interest both in Chrysler and outside of it. We'll see. You know, he'll get the final year to do it. I, You know, your manual, you're going through the adjustment right now with no Harbaugh. He hired Sharon Moore. You got Juwan Howard bottoming out. More coaches uh, joining Harbaugh in L.A. You really can't blame them. The question is, you know, not just now. We're talking to get through spring ball, transfer portal, everything going on. Will Sharon Moore be able to keep this team together? And also, what's the latest on his coaching staff? Yeah, that's the biggest question. It sounds like Weinbacker's coach. They're looking at Brian Jean Mary coming back possibly from, from Tennessee. Uh, he was here in 2020. Don Brown was one of the reasons that he came here. Don Brown uh, sought him out when he was, I think he was getting fired with the rest of the staff at uh, UCF, South Florida. And uh, so he was only here for a year, and then he's been at Tennessee for the last three years, so that wouldn't be a surprise. Um, You're looking at uh, Greg Scruggs from Wisconsin as a D-line coach who is a a good coach. Uh, I think he would be a great addition to the staff and a a great recruiter. Uh, The one thing about great recruiters, though, is that they're going to need, again, they're going to need that support from NIL and everything else to be able to compete on the trail. You could be a great recruiter and still not get in the door if other teams are paying money for kids and and you don't have something set up or at least when you come here your kids are guaranteed a certain amount of money so um it's going to be tough and to me sharon moore uh who i made it very clear we are we're supportive of the hire we thought it was the best 
course of action, and I'm writing a column right now, it's getting tougher for him only because the number one, we thought it was the continuity hire. You thought you would keep your strength coach in Ben Herbert. You thought you would keep all these other coaches, and uh, that certainly isn't the case. So you hope that the guys that he's hiring now are guys that are going to make his staff better and really make him a better coach as well. But his job certainly has gotten harder. So really it is imperative that he keep all these guys here, these players, and keep this team together. That's the best chance that you're going to have to have success and then build on momentum if you can have a good year in 2024. How surprised were you about Klingscales uh, leaving and joining Harbaugh? I really don't fault any of these coaches with the NIL, with the pay-to-play going on at other schools, with re-recruiting guys you already recruited, maybe going back to when they were you know, in high school. I, I just think this college gig, if you get an NFL offer, I think most coaches are going to be running to the league. And they are, right? Uh, Halfway from Boston College, you look at Chip Kelly. Well, Chip Kelly's going to Ohio State, but he would rather be in the NFL, in my opinion. And if you look at uh, all of these coaches and what they're saying now, um, unless you are one of those programs that's getting talent sent to you by you know boosters that are willing to spend $20 million, then you don't want any part of it. And, and how do you blame anybody, right? Uh, but Klingscale was not happy. Uh, everybody was saying, well, he's back, and he's telling players he's back. And we cautioned people on our website that, hey, we knew he wasn't happy with the situation, that number one, getting passed up for the D.C. job, and uh, number two, you know, the money, even though he was making good money at Michigan, um, uh, he really had – had an eye on going out and living that lifestyle in the NFL as well. So I think the writing was on the wall there that if they could come up with the money, and that was really one of the reasons that Ben Herbert didn't go initially, was that L.A. didn't have the money for him. They finally came up with it. The same thing happened with Klingscale, where I don't think they were willing to pay his buyout. But when they decided, hey, when he was like, okay, I need to get out of here, they found So uh, whether he paid it, whether Michigan let him out of it, I doubt that. Or whether L.A. came up with the money, uh, once that happened, he was gone. So now it's about surrounding yourself with guys who know what they're doing and and have experience. And, you know, I was – you look at a guy like Wink Martindale, who's been around for a long time at D.C., uh, I think that's a good X as an old hire. Uh, Is it a good fit? Is he going to be able to recruit? Uh, is he going to be able to relate to college kids after spending so much time in the NFL? That's something that we're going to have to find out. But that's on the head coach, and uh, I have confidence in Sharon Moore as a leader that he's going to make things work. And uh, But again, uh, with each one that goes, these, these kids, they see that, and, and it really affects the continuity and it affects them. You see them go to social media. Some of them now have lost their strength coach, their head coach, their position coach, and, uh, and their defensive coordinator, and it's going to be really tough on them. So you, you have a pretty good vibe and connection ground floor there in Ann Arbor. Initially, hey, Harbaugh leaves, a few coaches are going to go, everybody expected Minner, then the strength coaches, the surprise, more surprises along the way with Elston, you know, now the Clink Scales. Uh, what's, what's the mood of this team? Are you hearing anything about could there be an exodus to that portal? Uh, if it happens, it'll be in the spring, but right now the – Champions Circle Collective is doing a pretty good job of telling these guys and saying, hey, these are the opportunities that are going to be there. They aren't in the the ballpark of some of these other offers that they're getting, but you've got a loyalty here, a factor. Guys like Mason Graham and 
Kenneth Grant and guys that are like, okay, uh, we came here, we won a championship, and we don't want to bail on it. Uh, so you have to make it make sense for them at some level, right? But with each one of these these kids, for example, when Herbert left, these guys started talking again about, and right there in the in the room on the way out, you know, according to some people who were there, saying, "Man, what are we going to do now?" And you know, are you going to listen to maybe Texas, maybe Oregon, or some of these going on and and that are tampering with them and. Uh, you know, so and with each one of these losses, it makes it a little bit tougher on these guys. So uh, I give them credit, number one, for sticking together like they have. Uh, that speaks to the culture that Sharon Moore helped create. But again, it makes it tougher. So we'll see what happens in the spring when teams get desperate, because that's when you're really going to know, right? When when the crazy amounts of money start coming in and teams understand, for example, if they go through spring ball and they don't have a quarterback or say they don't have a running back and they throw a ton of money at a Michigan running back or a defensive back like a Will Johnson or a tight end like a Colston Loveland, that's when you're really going to know. But uh, we, we need to see uh, what happens in the spring and how these guys adapt to their new coaches before you can rest easy, uh, when that spring portal closes, and if that Michigan team is here and all together, then I think Michigan fans will feel a lot better. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show. I find it crazy to think the respect Harbaugh has gotten from the national media now moving to the Chargers compared to what the college football media his own conference, and at times even his own school, what they did to him over the last five years. It's crazy. It's sabotage, right? And uh, we saw it even when he first got here and started doing the satellite camp thing and people started pushing back against it. Then it was revenue sharing, and then it was the one-time transfer portal rule and everything else. And ironically, some of it has helped ruin college football. If you look at the one-year transfer portal, it's just created free agency. And, yeah, it's fair to the kids, but it's really ruined the game. And uh, to me, it's not the same, and it's never going to be the same. And I've talked to people in the business who feel the same way, that it's just not what it used to be. And, uh, frankly, though, yeah, was it taking advantage of of some kids? Uh, Maybe. At the same time, you've got guys like Doug Skeen, my podcast partner, who said, I would do it all over again. They paid for my college. I got four years of college. I got a great career out of it. I got to play in the NFL, and I owe it all to Michigan. So uh, it's just different, and sometimes different is good. Sometimes it's not good. I don't see this being good for the game, and I think guys like Kirk Herbstreet, guys that call games that I've spoken with are all in, in, of the same mindset here that it is just not going to be the same as it was and that college football has pretty much changed forever. I think it's changed to basically the pros, but even not the class and organization of professional football. And you look at this Big Ten SEC partnership where they're going to look into possibly setting up a pay scale. You got the union battle with uh, the Dartmouth story. Uh, And the Big Ten and the SEC are saying, okay, what do we need to do to protect us? To heck with the other two in the power four. To heck with the Pac-2 and the other conference. What do we need to do? to protect our money machine. Yeah, and I don't think the NCAA is going to be here much longer than you, Bill. No, not at all. No, why would they be? And why would the Big Ten and the SEC uh, want to rely on them for anything? It makes no sense. So uh, it's different. Uh, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I remember Bruce Motti telling us, uh, Michigan's former SID, Sports Information Director, that, you know, I said, man, this thing seems to change every five years. He goes, every five years, every five minutes, what's it going to look like next year? And we're starting to find out exactly 
what he meant. Every year seems to be something different and a new challenge for college football and, and for people who love the game. So uh, I give credit to guys like Sharon Moore and guys who are going to continue to try to do it the right way. Michigan with their NIL program still doesn't want to be transactional. They want to be transformational. But if that's the case, then they better up their NIL game because they're behind there too. Bill, they're just not getting the, the amount of money that they need to compete. So hopefully he gets what he needs and the support he needs here to succeed because, boy, when it's good, it was really, really good for the last three years. It still felt like college football. Maybe this will be the last year that we can actually say that. I think the Big Ten and SEC are going to explore expanding their conferences to almost be like uh, AFC, NFC, East, West, and uh, basketball or you know National American and baseball, and they're going to run all their own tournaments. They're going to end up having you know eighty schools on this side, eighty schools on this side, and basketball and baseball and soccer and the money generating sports, obviously football, and they're going to run their own thing. All control the money, set the rules. You know the key will be Title Nine on paying athletes. And how you're going to balance that? Does it become a private entity on the football side? I mean, there's so much what lies ahead, and even the college football playoff from this Big Ten SEC partnership. There's talk that they don't want to give what's in the writing for the Pac-2 that Oregon State and Washington State may have a right to a playoff spot uh, if they qualify, and you know they want to control everything. They're, they they. I think it was a Petiti even uh, mentioned why not just go to 16 teams right now instead of 12. You could see an adjustment here uh, this summer that even goes into effect next December. Who knows? Yeah, wouldn't surprise me, Bill. And like we said, it's changing on the on the fly here. And just every, it seems like every day there's something new. You know, whether it's a Tennessee lawsuit or whatever that's probably going to speed up the the dissolution of the NCAA. We've been waiting for that one for a long time. Okay, all you have to do is challenge the NCAA in court, and they're going to fold, right? Probably something that Michigan should have thought about doing instead of suspending their coach for six games. I don't think it would have mattered, frankly. I think he was going to be gone either way. But, um, you know, we look at some of the issues that have been brought up around Jim Harbaugh and, you know, not recalling taking a a kid for a burger. And then we look at the real issues in college football and, and understand what a joke it really has become. So uh, it is what it is. And uh, again, we're just happy to be here uh, coming off a 15 and 0 season, a national championship season. Michigan fans loved it. I hope they enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see. You'd never know in your lifetime, man, you got to think about this. 1948 was the last time Michigan won an undisputed championship now you're looking at 2023, and uh, who knows if we'll see another one in our lifetime. So it was it was great to cover it. And if we go on that same time difference, it would be uh, how about you're looking at 80, <laughs> 80 more years. Will college football even be a thing? Yeah, yeah, eighty more knows? years, my lord. Yeah, I mean, eighty more years. I'm a I'm 142, still hanging out at the yeah. nightclub in the corner. Go Billy, go Billy. It's your birthday. <laughs> Getting the old parachute pants back. And 80 years from now, you'd be like 130, probably still dating a 50 year old. Uh, hey, that would be you. amazing. For that. I mean, you... <laughs> you're killing me, man. You're killing me. Oh, Bill. Uh, we love you, Chris, man. You take care. Thank you, Billy. Have a great one, man. <laughs> yeah, you take too. Care. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. Yeah. What is 1948? So that's 60 plus uh, 16, 76 years. 
Superfly, you'd be a hundred and what are you, thirty-five now? Thirty-three? Wow, you'd be a hundred and ten. Mm. Man. I feel like singing a country song when I'm gone. If you want to join in, we do have our flying ace whiskey. Huge question of the day. Was that the Lions Lombardi trophy? for winning their first Super Bowl yesterday. You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank of Michigan-based bank with locations all across Michigan. At HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Mike Kimber from Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. Also... Micro Mike on Chat Sports on YouTube. Talk Lions Super Bowl. Lions fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl a year from now. They're in the penthouse with the big boys in the National Football League. Draft at the end of April in Detroit. Then that season will come quick because it'll be May and then it'll be summer and training camp and we'll all be taking vacations, hanging out, getting some golf in, barbecuing. Superfly is putting his vacation schedule together, which maybe kind of like a fireman, week on, week off. Going out to see his uncle in Arizona. Man, going to Vegas to see 311. Twice, back to back days on the weekend of March 11th, right? You're living the life, man. Well, I'm back here just working every day. Taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Save big on fuel with m Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your m fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. $0.10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone. 
From Baba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friends from Urban U. Now, they are Michigan's most trusted med spa. Four locations across the state. One in Northville, three in the West Michigan area. And we have a huge giveaway from our friends at Urban U. Nicole told me about healthy skin as a mirror of a healthy body. Urban U Skin Health Giveaway will be one glow-to facial oxygen hydration plus one Skin Vibe treatment, the first and only injectable facial rejuvenation treatment designed to add hydration directly into the skin with results that last up to six months. Now, this prize would be for Valentine's Day for a couple. You can win it. Just be listening to The Huge Show for your cue to call and be lucky caller 14, and you'll qualify for that couples package from Urban U. Four locations, one in Northville, three in West Michigan. For the one close to you, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. NFL season is over. Now with the Lions, we'll look ahead to the combine here at the end of the month. Free agency will be big for the Lions. That second week of March, end of April, the NFL draft in downtown Detroit will be with Bull Rush Sports and NFL PA. Certified agent David Gregory at his party on Thursday, April 25th. That will be draft night. A lot going on. Mike Kimber in a moment. We'll talk Lions. Super Bowl from yesterday. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit later. Also from Ziegler Racing, part of the Ziegler Auto Group. We'll hear from Aaron Ziegler. Carson Hosevar out of Portage, who's one of the big up-and-comers on the NASCAR circuit, he'll be racing Sunday at Daytona in the 500. Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR, who lives in West Michigan. You hear him on the Motor Racing Network. Also, he's part of the Berlin, Berlin, the Berlin Raceway family. I'll be coming up in just a little over an hour. Right now, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, Chat Sports YouTube. Also look for him, part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. NFL season is officially over. And Mike, I'm watching the Super Bowl yesterday, and all I'm thinking about is that was the Lions Lombardi trophy for the taking, and they just didn't finish business. That's what I was thinking the same time, exactly, especially watching the first half of the game, huge, not a lot going on, and I'm looking at it and I say, I guarantee you Jared Goff would have 14 points at least before the first half was over. It sucks, but at least the 49ers lost, that does help out. Yeah, I was kind of rooting for the Niners because I had that dream that the NFL opener, which will be in Kansas City again with the Chiefs, uh, would have been the Lions 
at the Niners. So we're behind or we're in front of uh, 2024 now, looking ahead to 2025. What do you think this offseason is going to be like for the Lions? I think it's going to be a very important and vital offseason. They have the ability right now to upgrade that defensive line with a Daniil Hunter, and I think he is just the perfect player for this team. 28 years old, 16 and a half sacks. I think the Lions really target him to be opposite of Aiden Hutchinson to give bookends. And if you look at the Super Bowl yesterday, you've seen it. Chase Young, he was taking down Mahomes. You've seen Karlopakis taking down Brock Purdy. The importance of the defensive line is key for the Detroit Lions this up-and-coming season. I do believe they address it, and same with the corner position, to get some help there with Cam Sutton because we can't have a leaky faucet in the secondary like we have before. The secondary this year has been a 2 out of a 10, and we need to at least get a a solid 7 for 2024-5. And one thing about how far they went and how they looked against the Niners and led 24-7 at halftime in the NFC Championship game out by the Bay, I, I think it does expedite the plan because you don't get unlimited years to see if you can just always make deep runs. You get that window that opens up, which has opened up for the Lions, which does include the odds that the Lions have the fifth or fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl a year from now, you can't sit back and say, well, we're just going to go off of young players and hope they hit like you hit the jackpot, especially in this last draft. I I agree with you. Going after a veteran uh, speed rusher and a veteran corner, one shutdown guy, uh, I think is very important for the Lions. Offseason. Yeah. 100%. 100%. If you look at the corner position in the draft, we know corners, right? It takes a little bit of time for these guys to adjust from the college level to the National Football League to various late three years. We're trying to win right now. So I think it's really important them to get a cornerback who's a veteran player, and then you can develop your young player in the draft so you're winning the long term and in the short term. And when it comes to the edge position it's the same thing and this year's draft is a little bit lackluster on the edge position and yet you've got players like a Daniel Hunter available via free agency the Lions got to pounce on it you know this team is ready right now to compete for a Super Bowl the only team that you look at say okay San Francisco but the Lions are so close you have to take advantage of it we have a lot of money in cap space right now seventh best in the actual football league Go out there, spend some money. Let's get to this Super Bowl. His name is Micro Mike, Chat Sports YouTube. Look him up. He talks Lions, NFC North, and the NFL, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation uh, Unite. Uh, final thoughts on the final week of the season, NFL honors. And we were talking about this yesterday, watching the Super Bowl at Eastern Hall. How, how did Dan Campbell lose NFL Coach of the Year to Stefanski at Cleveland? I don't get that one. Yeah, I think Cleveland Browns must have paid somebody off. They got a lot of honors over there. I don't know how Dan Campbell did not get coach of the year. The guy took a franchise that has not been to an NFC championship game in 32 years and nearly beat the San Francisco 49ers. He should have been coach of the year, in my opinion. What he has done with this roster and the development of these rookies from the draft is just insane. Literally have four players in the draft that's significant participants of this team, and he had to develop that. Same with Ben Johnson. He should have been coordinator of the year. They gave it to Jim Schwartz. 
the Lions, when it comes to these honors, they kind of got they kind of got screwed a little bit. Wayne Kimber, like I said, Chad Sports, Micro Mike on YouTube. Also look for him, Lions Nation Unite uh, Facebook, online YouTube with Herman Moore talking Lions in the NFL. Here we go, Combine, uh, free agency, NFL draft in Detroit, and then will be to May. Schedule dates and times will be released, and before you know it, it'll be training camp at Allen Park, and we'll see if the Lions can go win that NFC Championship game and get to their first Super Bowl. Micro Mike, thank you, my man. All righty, go Lions. All right, there he is, Micro Mike. It is kind of melancholy to see that season end yesterday in the NFL and think about how cool it was with the Lions. And if you're a Michigan fan, to ride that two-track train from August all the way until the end of January. How cool is that? Mm. And as Ballas just said from the Wolverine.com, man, we need to kind of look at the positives here and understand what we all went through together with that Lions season. Man. It was awesome. And, hey, I get to do a statewide sports radio show, so following both those teams, with you, the fans, with the insiders, with coaches, with everything, wow. It was, you know, I've been doing this a long time. You know, April 15th will be 32 years of doing a talk show. From Oklahoma City to Tulsa to Austin, Texas to Chicago to Grand Rapids to statewide. Along the way, stops with CBS Sports Radio and the national show on Saturday nights. And I never had anything on and off air from August. Really, it was the offseason after what they did against the Packers at Lambeau the year before. Same thing with Michigan. You knew what they had done, and they'd blown it against TCU, and you had that feeling of everybody came back and Harbaugh didn't leave, that they could go do what they did. And you kind of felt that with the Lions, with Rodgers going to the Jets that you knew they could win the NFC North and finally get that home playoff game, and they won two home playoff games, and they led the Niners 24-7 at halftime, and we're all saying, this is heaven. And then the devil. He didn't go down to Georgia. He went out west. He was looking for a soul to steal. Mm. Superfly told me he watched the game yesterday with his father, Hammer, and Hank Hayes, one of the good guys I've ever met. He kept track on his phone with a little number thing. Hank brought up the Lions should have been there 94 times during the Super Bowl. 94. 94 times. Hey, they're going to load up in this offseason. They have the fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl, second best in the NFC behind the Niners. And let's go do it next year. Let's get to New Orleans. Dan Campbell, Aaron Glenn, the connections to New Orleans. Let's do it. Bourbon Street. Live broadcast. 
hurricanes. And I don't mean weather. I'm talking about the drinks. If you want to join in, we do have our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Look for Flying Ace in stores all across Michigan. Ask for it at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Affordable, smooth bourbon whiskey. And they got some cool flavors. Like I said, Superfly's buddies love the cinnamon, peach, black cherry, caramel corn if you like the sweet side of a good whiskey. And then just regular straight bourbon whiskey. Also, Flying Ace Whiskeys have partnered with Folds of Honor. They're going to provide four scholarships to the children of men and women injured and killed in combat or children of our first responders. So look for Flying Ace Whiskey all across Michigan. Uh, The question is, was that the Lions-Lombardi trophy to win? I don't care about looking back right now. Okay, I don't. Don't tell me, hey, uh, take the rearview mirror out of your vehicle. Only look forward. No. It was theirs. You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE out of 21000. Superfly did tell me one thing I forgot. We got to get a couple of qualifiers From Urban U, Michigan's favorite med spa, four locations, one in Northfield, three in the West Michigan area. They're giving away a Valentine's Day package. We're going to take two finalists today, two finalists tomorrow, announce that winner on Wednesday. So let's take callers 14 and 15 right now. This package, Skin Revive, uh, Hydrofacial for you. And the lady in your life or ladies for you and the guy in your life at any of the Urban U locations, it's like a $1,600 value. So two more chances today and tomorrow. Let's take callers 14 and 15, Superfly. Did I say that? 14 and 15 at one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE and you will be in the drawing We'll announce that winner coming up on Wednesday. And also check out Urban U. Looking for last-minute Valentine's Day gift ideas for the people you love in your life. Go to TheUrbanU.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at TheHugeShow.net. Sun, 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 fun, 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 sun, sun, sun. Sail cruise, key relax, everyone's making tracks. Whoa, show, gotta go, everyone in the sun. Come on down, get it done, just have water for some fun. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into the Boss Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, coming February 14th through 18th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 40 feet. For complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop. Plus, bring the family to see Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Register to win an HO Sports Hawaii. Island inflatable dock from Action Water Sports. No purchase necessary. That's only at the Grand Rapids Boat Show this Wednesday through Sunday, DeVos Place. GRBoatShow.com. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. 
You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. There's a new player in town. Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. And I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan on a Motor City Monday presented by Ziegler Racing. They're honored and proud to be a part of the Daytona 500 on Sunday with Portage resident Carson Hosevar, now a member of Ziegler Racing. We'll talk to Carson, Aaron Ziegler from the Ziegler Auto Group, Ziegler Racing, and Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR in the Motor Racing Network and also part of the Berlin Raceway family. That will be coming up momentarily. Now, remember, 24-7, everything you need with this show is free and available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Motor City Monday on the Huge Show, presented by Ziegler Racing. Later inside this broadcast, Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan. He'll be in the black and gold number 77 car Sunday in the Daytona 500, representing Ziegler Racing out of Portage. We'll hear from Carson Aaron Ziegler. The voice of NASCAR, Jeff Striegel, will join me for a huge interview to end this broadcast. And then we'll talk about those Motor City kitties. I think the Lions are better than both the Niners and the Chiefs, and that was their Lombardi trophy for the taking. Take that, Taylor Swift. Your opinions and mine. 
during this Motor City Monday, presented by Ziggler Racing on the Huge Show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile. You know, I'm sitting there. You know, I'm sitting there. And I'm thinking, could you have imagined if that was the Lions at the end and winning last night? Kids wouldn't be in school. Businesses would would have been closed today. Oh, man. Maybe next year in New Orleans, odds makers have the Lions as the fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl in 2025. Second favorite out of the NFC. So you have the Niners at one as the favorite. Lions at five. I'm going to tell you, we had the goal of winning the NFC North, getting a home playoff game, and winning one for the first time. The goal is now get the NFC championship game in Detroit if you want to go to the Super Bowl. Unfinished hashtag unfinished business. That's what they need to do. We also threw out our flying ace whiskey. Huge question of the day that you can answer. Was that the Lions Lombardi trophy that the Chiefs got last night? You tell me when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan bank with locations all across Michigan. They're based in Michigan, and they have local Michigan-based decision makers. Let's go talk about the end of the NFL season, Super Bowl, Lions off-season. Lions now a member of the elite in the NFL. Look at those odds. On winning the Super Bowl a year from now, Lions are number five. Everything the Lions fans have wanted outside of getting to a Super Bowl and winning it has happened to this franchise under Sheila Hamp, Brad Holmes, and Campbell, and golf. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. You can follow Pride of Detroit, Facebook, Twitter, online. He is standing by the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you, man? Doing good. You know, as we kind of get through, hey, it's the end of the season now, the pain of the Lions leading the Niners at halftime. Then I'm watching the first half of that game yesterday, Jeremy, and I don't know about you, but I'm saying to myself, you know what? If the Lions just would have held on 
this might be a late fourth quarter game against the Chiefs, a team they've already beaten to start the season. Granted, their defense was much improved, but that Lombardi was there for the take, and this year it really was. Yeah, it didn't seem like there was really a, a quote-unquote dominant team this this year, except for maybe the Ravens, but obviously they didn't even make it there. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can never quite transfer, you know, a game that was previous play, previously played and assume it would play out the exact same way or, or close. But um, yeah, both those teams were, were pretty sloppy in the first half, and maybe that was just rust from having a couple weeks off, or, or maybe, you know, I, I think we also tend to look at like, sloppy play um, only on the offensive side of the ball. And so I, I think it was actually a pretty solid defensive uh, first half from both teams. But, but yeah, it, w- it would be silly not to say that the Lions were in the same category as both teams that played on Sunday night. And so, yeah, especially early on, it, it, it did. I, I, think, I think you saw a lot of Lions fans reacting online to maybe it, it being even more painful, realizing that they would have had a real shot to not only – be in the Super Bowl, but but contend and actually win it. Yeah, that was my point about it. Yeah, I know they lost to the Niners, and but my post was they could have beaten either one of those teams. Not and they're close, and that game was still close even with all their mistakes uh, in the last twenty minutes of that San Francisco game. I said just before I came to you in my opening huge opinion this hour, Jeremy, that okay, you had a goal this year of the first playoff game ever at Ford Field, win a home playoff game. Now let's get the NFC Championship game at Ford Field. Yeah, I mean, that is that is definitely the next goal, right? Um, you look at the NFC, and it doesn't look like necessarily it, there's, there is going to be another behemoth. You know, teams are going to get better, and, and there are going to be some up-and-coming teams. The Packers are probably only going to get better from where they were this year. Maybe the Bears work their way into the conversation a little bit, depending on what they do with all their crazy offseason resources. But, um you know, we, the 49ers are, are kind of an aging team. They, they still should be good considering, you know, they have a quarterback on a, on a rookie deal, a very cheap rookie deal, but um, you know, they don't have a ton of off season resources and, you know, maybe the Rams are, are back in it too, but they're also a team that kind of has a lot of old players as well. So the Lions are, are definitely in a good position to, to not only build on what they're, they built this, this year, but, Considering the the surrounding people around them, the surrounding teams around them, there's there's really no reason to believe they can't go to at least where they were this year, and um, that means contending for the one seed. I agree, Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Follow Pride of Detroit Twitter, Facebook, online, and joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line. What's the most important thing that needs to happen in this off season for the Lions? to be that contender, to be the best team in the NFC. Well, not contender, to go be the best team in the NFC. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are a couple of things. If I had to pick one, it's it's definitely improved the outside corner position. I mean, I think you look at a team like the Chiefs last night, They part of the reason they were so good um, was, well, it was twofold. Like, they were able to get pressure sending four players um, instead of, you know, having to blitz a lot, although they did blitz a lot. And I think part of the reason they were able to blitz a lot was because they trusted their outside corners to win their one-on-ones. Lions couldn't do that <laughs> when they blitzed. And, and sometimes it was effective for Detroit, but a lot of times if, you know, the quarterback sidestepped pressure for a second, the play was over because they knew their, their receivers were going to beat the Lions in one-on-one. And, um, you know, when, when the Lions eventually get to the stage of the Super Bowl, they are going to need to play defense in, in the passing game. They're, they're just going to need improved 
miles beyond what they were this year. And so I think the first step there is, is getting a lockdown corner. And that's not an easy thing to find, um, but it's something that this team really needs to do because they've really been lacking one since Darius Slay was shipped out of town. Final thought here. Uh, when do you think they'll get a golf deal done? I would assume before free agency, right? Maybe. Um, there, there's like a soft deadline there with a, a roster bonus that is due. It, it's only like $5 million, which, you know, <laughs> it sounds like a lot, but in terms of like the salary cap, it's not that much. So, you know, they could get one done then. The, the issue is we don't really know what Brad Holmes's kind of, um, you know, process is at this point. He, he's done some extensions in the middle of the season. He's done some towards the end, of, towards the end of training camp. He's done some before training camp. He's done some, you know, right around now. And so um, I think it would make most sense to get out of the way, but I don't think they're necessarily going to hurry it. Um, you know, I, I, I don't suspect there's going to be a lot of pushback on either side, but this is obviously an important deal for the Lions. They, they, they don't necessarily want to pay too much or tie themselves down for too long with golf, but they obviously also really, really believe in him. And we all know that golf is, is very happy with where he's at. He knows he's appreciated here in Detroit, like he never was in Los Angeles. So you have to imagine that it won't take too long, but I guess it's just a question of when Brad wants to get done. And, and we just kind of don't really have an idea of where that is considering he's never really given out this significant of an extension to anybody yet. So, yeah, I mean, it could happen. I, I'd love for it to happen early in the offseason just to kind of get it out of the way and not have to talk about it all offseason. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, a, a lot of times these deals, deals will get done around training camp, and it wouldn't surprise me if uh, if they just wait until then, too. Always good stuff. Uh, Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Follow Pride of Detroit, Facebook, Twitter, and online. My man, I enjoy a little bit of the offseason, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. All right, Jeremy Reisman checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Now, speaking of the Lions, how would you like to win Lions? Great Lomas Browns golf cart courtesy of Impact Power Sports. Now they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. They service the entire state, and a lot of people are hitting up Drew and the crew for these custom golf carts. Anything you want on it, any color, you can have your own Lions, Michigan, Michigan State golf cart, whatever. Talk to Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They offer all the big boy and big girl power toys and more, and they do those custom carts on site. So find Impact Power Sports. You can Google it, uh, Facebook, and also go see Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Maybe you can get that Yamaha golf cart turned into your own custom Lions Michigan, Michigan State golf cart. They're on 14 Mile Road in Rockford just north of GR, and they do service the entire state of Michigan and they're Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code HUGE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Pistons continued their West Coast swing on Saturday as they were in L.A. to pay a visit to the Clippers. After winning the first two games out of the six-game road trip, Detroit lost 112-106 to the Clips. Jalen Duren finished with 10 points and 18 rebounds. Asar Thompson went 10-8-5-2. Kate Cunningham and Jaden Ivey combined for four 
45. Well, Detroit got nice contributions from some of the new guys, especially defensively with Troy Brown Jr. and Simone Fontecchio putting up 20 points and 9 rebounds. A massive disparity in free throw attempts makes one raise their eyebrows as L.A. shot 26 to Detroit's lone 7 attempts from the free throw line. Up next, LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. It'll be tomorrow night, tip-off at 10.30 on Bally Sports Detroit. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We play for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Let's go, gotta go, everyone. Time for fun. Sail, cruise, key, relax. Everyone's making tracks. Boat show, gotta go, everyone. In the sun, come on down, get it done. Just add water for some fun. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into the Boss Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, coming February 14th through 18th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 40 feet. For a complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop. Plus, bring the family to see Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Register to win an HO Sports Hawaii Island Inflatable Dock. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It is a Motor City Monday presented by Ziggler Racing. They're getting set. To have Carson Hosevar in the black and yellow. Sweet looking ride, number 77. Sunday at Daytona. Jeff Striegel, the voice of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Also part of the Berlin Raceway crew. One of our NASCAR insiders. He'll join us later with Carson and Aaron Ziegler. Who heads up the Ziegler Auto Group and also Ziegler Racing. Wanted to get Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Get his thoughts on the Super Bowl yesterday. How you doing, Rizzy? It's good to be talking with you, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Uh, when you're watching that game, especially the first half, it was hard not to think how that game could have been the Lions if they just would have held on to beat the Niners. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. And uh, a couple of people have said it nationally. You know, the Lions were the best team that either of those teams played. Uh, this year, wow, and it's hard hard to think, you know, that you know the Lions opened the season by winning in Kansas City. They did things defensively that the Forty ers couldn't do defensively to the the Chiefs. Think about that for a second. And then you know they they had the game against the Forty ers and it just didn't fall their way. But that, that's frustrating. I'm I'm hopeful, but and I think I'm fairly confident that the Lions see it this way. 
they know that they could be there, and they know that they have to do a little bit more to get there. The focus on you know attention to detail and things like that, but uh, they got a real shot at making it. And uh, if they make it, we saw last night they can beat either of those teams if they're if they're playing well. And let's hope that's what happens. You know, I started the show with my opening huge opinion. I included that odds makers have the Lions as the fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl in New Orleans a little less than a year from now. Second favorite in the NFC. Just think about that for a moment. Out of 32 NFL teams, that the Lions now are residing in the penthouse of the league. They really are, and they belong there. I mean, they, they did lose in the NFC Championship game. They won two playoff games this year. They are legit. They're not going to lose terribly much from the roster. They, they have some work to do, but it's not like they're losing any key players. You know, they, they can't be replaced by, by people that they can potentially bring in. So, yeah, it's it's right to be confident in them. It's okay. We, you know, as Lions fans, you know this huge. We're jaded. We're, we're used to, oh, my God, what's going to happen now that's going to make everything fall apart? I don't think many of us feel that way at all this year, and rightfully so, because this, this is a good football team. They are a legitimate contender to be next year's NFC champ, and uh, they, they should be viewed that way by everybody, including us in Lions fans. And it's weird. You know, we've talked about this before. I do think that the people around here are a little bit more apprehensive about the team's success than people nation- nationally are, um, and that's you know that's that's a function of being beaten down for so long. But uh, coming out the other side, man, and uh, it's a great place to be. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire Draft Wire. You can follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Before I let you go. Uh, what was the best thing about that Super Bowl, and what was the first, including commercials? Uh, so I, I was, I liked the mullet ad for Kawasaki. Uh, that was probably my favorite ad. Um, I was repelled horribly. So Twister is one of my favorite movies of all time, and the fact that they remade it and called it Twisters that really bothered me, um, and I was I was not looking forward to that. And then, uh, I had a lot of people that reacted to that because they know that's one of my favorite movies. So uh, that was frustrating. But, uh, yeah, um, the, the, the cool thing for me about the Super Bowl was that Kyle Shanahan made a lot of the mistakes that a lot of us thought that Dan Campbell made, um, and it, he paid for it too. So, you know, it's not just Dan Campbell that's making these, these mistakes in the coaching. I think we, we have a pretty good picture that, you know, he's a good coach. And we should trust in what he does because uh, it's making them successful. And that's, you know, I, I, the other thing, well, again, we talked about it. The Lions can win these games. They're there. They are ready. Um, they just have to go and do it now. Yeah, like I said, no, fifth uh, best odds to win the Super Bowl a year from now puts them in the top five in the NFL in the penthouse. And we'll see what happens. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online, joining us. I think he had. I think he has another interview. We we got dialed. I think he just had to go. Probably had another interview coming in. He dial toned us, but I love him. He's Rizzy. We're cool. Let's go to John and Holt listening on the game seven thirty a.m. You're on the huge show across Michigan. Hey, huge two things. I think the Lions definitely could have beat either team uh, after watching them play San Francisco, and they also they already beat Kansas City, so. I know they didn't have Kelsey or Jones, but still, I think the Lions could have won that game. And I have one question for you about Michigan State basketball. Is this a tournament team, or should I be worried that they're not going to make the tournament this year? Uh, I think they're a tournament team. That uh, was a big win over Illinois. Michigan, after their best win of the year against 
Wisconsin goes to Nebraska and they're down 43-14 and Nebraska goes into cruise control. They're just a mess with Juwan Howard. There is no reason for that guy to coach the team after this year. Izzo squad, huge win against Illinois. I think they're a tournament team. Are they an 8, 9, 10, 11? You know, winning a couple of games in the Big Ten tournament could help them. Still some work to do, but I think Izzo will get the squad to the NCAA tournament. I thought Wisconsin was overrated. Same thing with Illinois. You know, if you ask me right now, looking at the Big Ten, then obviously Purdue can be a one seed in Purdue with the size, shooting, defense. I like Painter as a coach, even though he hasn't showed up a lot in the tournament. I think they could win it. They really could. I look at college basketball. Sure, Kansas is all over the place. I, I think they could win it. Purdue could. Who, who's the next team in the Big Ten that could have the deepest tourney run? You know, it could be Izzo. Hey, when, when you get your seniors – like happened in the Illinois game. When, when when you get A.J. Hoggard, Hall, and Walker all show up and you're plus 60 on points, you're not going to lose a game with Izzo. You're not. But it's when those guys don't show up, they don't have the true scores on the young side of that team. They don't have the pick-me-up guys. The one thing I've always been surprised about Izzo the last couple of years, he always had a sharpshooter, even though Foster Lawyer transferred. A guy who could knock down six threes in a game, five, right? Your team's struggling, boom, boom, boom. They're going to leave them open. Lawyer's height, big 10, big tall wings. Didn't give him a lot of opportunity to shoot like he did at Davidson when he transferred. But just have a shooter off the bench. Kid comes in, somebody six three, six four that can just fill it. You know, McQuaid would do that. Neitzel was legendary, right? Just a shooter. When it's all said and done, they might end up, they're not going to end up in second place, but they might be the second best team in the NCAA tournament. Why? Because you're going to get neutral sites. On the road in the Big Ten, it's tough. How about that Caitlin Clark? Hottest thing in college basketball right now, and she's a woman, which is cool. No one... She's just exciting to watch. She's like the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. It's like old school. People are lining up for six hours to watch her play. Little girls who play hoops are all going to watch her. Just like this Pro Volleyball Federation, the Grand Rapids Rise. All those girls who have played volleyball in their lives never had pros to look up to outside of beach volleyball and maybe the Olympics in, in volleyball once in a while, right? Or college teams where you go watch Michigan State or you know, you go to you know Michigan, watch a match, but I'm talking about stars. And Caitlin Clark, anybody would want their son or daughter to follow her. She is a baller. And they got beat by Nebraska. She is must-see TV. Right now in basketball, I'll watch Steph Curry any day of the week. I'll watch Luka. NBA's, that's a very slippery slope with that league right now. It is. There aren't a, you watch a lot of teams that play like they don't care. They're getting paid. They're going to gun it. There's going to be 157, 150, whoopty. But Caitlin Clark is great. And I'm all for the evolution of sports to grow into something bigger than men, which some sports are, right? And a Pat Summit at Tennessee, build up Tennessee basketball. Same thing with Geno at Connecticut. It was bigger than a lot of men's 
D1 programs. Nobody cares. Uh, I think the media, or when it becomes divisiveness in the public eye, they'll say, oh, there's sides here. No, Caitlin Clark, anybody would want to watch her play. Anybody. It's like Cheryl Miller back in the day. Cheryl Swoops, even though she was trying to diss Caitlin Clark on that, well, she didn't have the year. I'm like, come on, back off that. You know, different areas, you start that argument too. But Clark is just a baller. I'm talking about he, he can't turn the TV off when you're watching her. That was Magic. That was Michael. That was. There's never been a female player, basketball player, that if I came across a game, I would watch it until she's out of the game or it's a blowout and they're putting their subs in. Absolutely amazing. Speaking of female sports versus male sports, Riley Gaines, who's very outspoken, talked about Cam Schreiner's time in the 200 meters makes him the third fastest D3 collegiate runner in the nation in the women's category. Goes by Sadie. Riley writes, for perspective, his time ranks him 1,619th in his rightful category of the men's division. Third in women, 1,619 in men. And as I tweeted out, with my huge opinion, there's no discrimination when the opportunity is there for any gender to compete in the sport, in the category that identifies with their gender at birth. You're not denying anybody the opportunity to play sports when you're saying... You're born a woman, you can play female sports. And at times, some females play men when they're not offered. And I get that argument. I used to bring it up about boys volleyball, girls volleyball 20 years ago. But there is no reason for someone born a male to compete against women and dominate them in track and field or swimming or rugby or soccer. They are taking the spot of a young girl, a young woman, or a grown woman and denying her an opportunity. If you want to bring that discrimination card and play it, then think about who's being left out because of the way somebody identifies. Follow the Michigan High School Athletic Association rules case by case. Doctors look at testosterone levels, and they decide case by case if someone born a man can play on the women's side. I don't know how someone born a man can go enjoy just whipping up on women in sports. No discrimination. Everybody has a right to play, but play in terms of the gender you were born into. That's my huge opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle 
Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinnerd and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here from The Huge Show. It is Daytona week, which is the Super Bowl of Auto Racing week. And we have a very special roundtable right now. We're going to bring to you here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Jeff Striegel is the radio voice of NASCAR for the Motor Racing Network. Uh, he also is a GM at Berlin Raceway on the west side of the state, one of the top short tracks in America. Uh, we're going to welcome in Aaron Ziegler from Ziegler Racing and the Ziegler Auto Group. He has a lot of passion uh, for racing, and I was down at Ziegler Power Sports uh, late 2023, and they made a stunning announcement uh, that one of our own from West Michigan, Carson Hosevar, who is one of the uh, up-and-comers uh, in auto racing, now is joining uh, Ziegler uh, Racing. And, uh, Jeff, you have a long track record with Carson. Uh, Ziegler has an unbelievable reputation when it comes to racing and their auto group. Uh, let's talk about uh, Aaron, Carson, and your connection. Yeah, you know, Bill, I think the thing that we want to remind everybody on is the fact that Aaron is not new to this at all, uh, not new to the NASCAR side of it. And Aaron, I'd kind of like to start with you in the fact that, again, uh, being involved in NASCAR, not new to you, but obviously the opportunity presented itself so that you could partner with Carson Hosebar. How big is that to partner with the rising star and realistically the kid that grew up just down the street from you? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's 
like a match made in heaven. Um, you know, we've been involved in NASCAR. We love racing. We love the competitive side of it. And obviously, you know, living in Kalamazoo, I've, I've seen uh, Carson's name out there a lot and seen him winning races coming up through, uh, through the ranks on his career. And uh, when we met last summer, it was at uh, MIS and uh, realized that there was an opportunity that, uh, that we could sign him and be one of his primary sponsors for this year. Um, it was just an absolute uh, perfect fit. And, you know, Carson exemplifies so many of, of the team values that the Ziegler, Ziegler team exemplifies uh, out there. And, and when I met him, I just I knew he was somebody that I wanted to represent our brand. And I wanted to uh, do everything I could do to help Carson win races. And all of that is going to happen this week. Let's remind everybody that Carson Hosevar, the kid that grew up in Portage, Michigan, will be racing on Sunday in the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. And Carson, I read something in an interview that you did a week ago, and you said, I'm not ready to start thinking about the 500 yet. I'm just trying to absorb everything that's going on. Now here we are. It is, in fact, race weekend. You'll be heading off to Daytona here soon. Is it starting to get home, uh, hit home? What's the mindset now, Carson, as you get ready to head to Florida? Uh, really, the mindset, Jeff, is, is it's just business as usual uh, a little bit. Um, we get the, the duels, which is going to be huge, right? Uh, you, you get a race before the race, which is huge um, for, for us and our team. Uh, just to kind of gel, get everything, um, you know, do a live pit stop, you know, just really go through the motions, you know, figure out what strategy, um, you know, we're not a key partner with Chevrolet, but we're we're really close um, or as close as you can get. Right. So it's just figuring out who we work with the best um, you know, and just fine tuning everything when it comes 500 time, um, which is big. It allows us to kind of relax a little bit, not be. Um, not have a lot of nerves, not really get too anxious because, um, you know, we have just a, a quick little one, 150, 150 mile shootout before the 500, before you start getting worried about it. And, um, you know, I know the guys here and a perfect opportunity with the Ziegler Auto Group and, uh, and Spire, they're both growing so much and uh, gotten the chance to meet Aaron last year, but also meet, um, you know, so many of his employees and they've really embraced me into their family and it's been a lot of fun and enjoyable and uh all of them love racing which is is huge that you can talk that and talk that lingo and uh just excited to get down to daytona with friends and family and um you know just enjoy having a race suit on and knowing that i was a fan here not too long ago and let's put some of those puzzle pieces together. You talk about Spire. That is the Spire Motorsports Chevrolet, the number 77. And that's where we're going to see Ziegler Auto Group on the side of that car coming up this week. This week includes Wednesday, Carson qualifying. You mentioned the duel, the duel at Daytona. That takes place on Thursday. And then Sunday is, in fact, the Daytona 500. What is the realistic expectation that you have Carson set for yourself what's going to make for a successful week down in Daytona uh well Spire's growing right but I think they're they're strong suit of the game before they get all these resources and technology and uh this big building and and 130 plus almost employees uh you know their super speedway program was really good um you know I don't expect us to be excited about our qualifying effort but um they race super good. Um, you know, Jeff Dickerson had to had to stop all of us. We're we all wanted to try and go for the pole and you know qualify really good. And um, 
you know, he, he kind of walked in to all of us and said, Hey, like you guys have led laps and like, this is like how we've been talked about and, and been even relevant in the last year or two. Why don't we stay close to home and, and stick to what we're good at and just improve on it a little bit rather than reinvent the wheel. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I think everybody's really confident in this building, um, but before all our advances. So we feel really good about it now, but, um, just, just really, you know, if we could just execute, not make any mistakes, uh, you, you, you're kind of lucky to draw where you are when you know, a big one happens or when chaos, uh, unva- unravels. But if we could just, you know, not speed on pit road, not lose the draft from, um, taking too much fuel or getting off cycle at all, uh, you know, we'll have a shot at the end, you know, as long as we got four fenders, four wheels and and a motor that still screams. How big is it to have Ziegler Auto Group on the side of your Chevrolet? Uh, it's so huge. Um, you know, it, it, I've seen, you know, like Aaron has said, he's, he's seen my name. Well, I've sure has seen more of his name than anything. You know, you go down the street, you know, I got my haircut five minutes from one of his locations where we did the announcement, um, which is super cool. And uh, I've had buddies during COVID times where they worked at his motorsports, um, you know, right there. Um, you know, I've had friends and family work for him, which is super cool that, um, you know, it's really tying in all together. All my friends are pumped up now because they, uh, you know, they feel, uh, you know, a part of the team, which is, you know, something Aaron and his team have really represented, you know, it's just one big family. You know, I've been to appearances, I've been to sponsor deals where, you know, where you announce it and everybody's asking you the question, well, you know, how fast does the car go? Or, you know, if you hit 200 plus mile an hour, um, but at, at his Christmas party, I instantly knew he's got a special group there. You know, every single person came up asking racing questions and they're race fans and they get it. And, you know, they're asking, you know, I, I think the lo- least, conversation i had was five ten minutes with somebody and it was just because he wanted to take a picture with it because he was so excited so it you know they they really care they're really invested they're race fans at heart um which obviously you know it works well and it's a perfect relationship um but they also are are winners and we hope to run really well with them you know they 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 win for sure on the business side of it and that allows them to to keep growing with all their locations and you know they're expanding and uh, you know it's perfect fit because spires doing that and i hope to do the same as as myself all right so that's the thoughts of the guy that's going to drive that chevrolet for spire motorsports with ziegler auto group on the side in the daytona 500 coming up this weekend aaron same question to you as the president of ziegler auto group how big is this opportunity going into just it will just bring it down to this week alone it is in fact Aaron as you know the Daytona 500 yeah you know in, in the NASCAR world the Daytona 500 is as big as it gets and the the excitement and the energy at that race is just insane when you're there like you walk into the track and the hair on the back of your neck stands up and you know you, you look at um, we're one of three primary sponsors that Carson's got this year along with Premier Security and Gamebridge and those are two other companies that are growing in leaps and bounds right now and you know it's just six or seven years ago that we had a billion dollars in sales now all of a sudden we're two and a half billion well Spire's doing the same thing when I first sponsored Spire I, I think they had about 15 employees and these guys now are becoming a powerhouse out there and I think they're going to surprise uh, a lot of people and you see the success that Carson had last year, not only in the truck series, but um, when when he got to fill in Corey's car last year, 
he, you know, he, he took a car that was probably a 25th best car and he was passing guys left and right until the car blew up. And it, it shows what a talent that um, that he is. So I really think it's a perfect fit between the three primary sponsors you got that are growing, Sp- Spire that's growing in leap and bounds and, and you know, Carson that, um, you know, at 21 years old, he's wise beyond his years. When you, you, you talk to him and you think about um, how he thinks about going into a race and, and how analytical he is. But on the flip side, how aggressive he is. I had a, I had a reporter ask me uh, at, at our announcement. They said, you know, Carson's a pretty aggressive guy. Does that worry you? And I said, you know, in, in, in this world, there's two problems in, in this world. Most people don't think big enough and they're not aggressive enough. And I said, us as an organization, we're never going to make that mistake. So I want an aggressive guy uh, in the car. And that's why I think Carson's, you know, another, another reason he's an absolute perfect fit for, uh, for us and for Spire. Jeff Striegel is the voice of NASCAR on the radio for the Motor Racing Network, also GM out at Berlin Raceway in Marne on the west side of Michigan, one of the great short tracks in this country. Uh, Aaron Ziegler, uh, he heads up uh, the Ziegler Auto Group and also uh, Ziegler Racing, and Carson Hosevar. We've had a couple of opportunities, Jeff, to talk with him out of Berlin. Truly on and off the track, uh, a rising star that a year from now, maybe this year, five years from now, I guarantee You'll hear a lot more about Carson. Uh, Aaron, I want to ask you one question before we wrap this up. The impact of being a a racing team owner on the automobile slash truck vehicle business, uh, there's a pretty good blueprint with other teams. What has Ziegler Racing done for the Ziegler Auto Group, not only here in West Michigan, the state of Michigan, but across the Midwest? You know, it's really helped grow our brand to be a national brand. You know, we started out based out of the Midwest in Lowell, Michigan. Um, you know, next year is going to be our 50-year anniversary, and this has really helped to to elevate us as a as an organization from an exposure standpoint. It's helped to connect with our customers. Our customers are really excited about this. It's really helped to connect with our employees. As, as Carson said, we've got a lot of really knowledgeable employees that are, are huge race fans. So we have 2,700 employees and they're all going to be rooting like crazy for them uh, this weekend. Um, and, and they just, they love it. And it's just, they love being a part of it. Um, and we love being a, being a part of it. Um, even though it's a, you know, it's a small part of it. It's a lot of fun to do it. And then it also helps to grow the sport of racing uh, as well. And you, you learn so much in business through the racing world. And there's so many similarities between building a race team and building a, an automobile dealership uh, out there that we get a lot of, a lot of great synergies. Uh, fellas, a wonderful conversation. And Carson, man, uh, I'm going to remember when, when I was out there with uh, Striegel at Berlin, you know, 10 years from now, when you're part of the Netflix NASCAR full speed series. Okay, my friend, uh, good luck this weekend. It's a Super Bowl auto race, and it's the only sport that begins with their biggest race of the year. And I agree with you, Aaron. I've been down there to two Daytona 500s. Jeff, probably the number goes beyond 20. Uh, it is one of the great fan and driver experiences, team owners uh, down the board. Uh, it should be a great weekend. Good luck, Carson. Jeff Striegel, uh, I always love talking auto racing with you. And Aaron, thanks for the partnership with The Huge Show. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to see you all. Great to talk and uh, looking forward to, to the good year. Big. Bad. Huge.